How we going? Oh, hi. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Hi. I don't even know. <laughs> I tried to spill my coffee. No. Anyway, I'm. Hey, I almost said I'm Sid. Are you? <laughs> my God! Someone help anyway, me. Anyway, that's hey. I'm Sid. <laughs> and this is the Twisted Sisters Horror Show. Um. So. Here we are. Back in the saddle again. What do you have to say? Your eyes are like huge. I can do my um. Um. Do your sound effects? Yes, yes. I just gotta find them. Um. I told Dylan because he texted me and said, "Let Sid do her sound effects," and I told him that I'm gonna make you do them all with your mouth. But <laughs> Uh, you know what our little, I was thinking about it, our little, like, intro and outro music reminds me of, um, One Missed Call. Have you seen that movie? Uh, if I did, I sure don't remember. It's, it's good, but, well, you would remember, because there's, like, this ringtone, and it's like, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-do
this woman that we're going to talk about, she did have a miscarriage and there will be a, we will talk about like the death of animals. It's not, I mean, so trigger warning that it, we are going to talk about it, but we're not going to talk, we're not going to go into it that much, but that will be something that we're going to talk about. Um, so just so everybody knows, so are you ready? I'm yep. excited. And while I was researching this, and then, and I was like all excited, I was thinking about our friend Dylan. And then whenever I told Sid who we were going to talk about, she literally, her eyes got huge. She was like, oh my God, Dylan. So yeah, Dylan, you will love this story. And I want to hear everything you think about it at once. Yes, this, this first story is for you, Dylan. We're going to be talking about Mary Toft. So, and, and this happened, like, the whole everything we're going to talk about happened in September 1726. You know what I was thinking about? I was like, September 1726. That was before Claire went back in time to see Jamie. So, that's what, like, BC means. It means before Claire. Oh my Get God, Haley! No, it's <laughs> yeah before Claire. No, it's back in time to see Jamie. Um, before Claire. No, Claire I don't even remember what it stands for. What does it stand for? I forgot. Before Christ. Oh yeah. Right? Does that make us sound dumb? Question mark. Before Claire. So, oh my god, no, because then there's one, it's like after time or something, right? At 18. <laughs> <laughs> I really, yes, it's like after time or something. 1726 AT. What is it? It's BC it's and the... AD. AD after, after death. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, after Question time. Mark? Tweet us and tell us what AC <laughs> and I mean no B, <laughs> BC and AD stand for. It's or if it's like Outlander terms, it's before Claire and after Dougal. So, there you go. Okay, so Mary Toft was uh, twenty-five years old, and she worked as a servant and was said to be illiterate. Um. She married a cloth worker named Joshua Toft. Mary and Joshua had a baby named Anne in 1723, but she passed away from smallpox, unfortunately. Why are you smiling? I cannot with you. In 1724, the couple had a son named James. In 1726, so they had a son, a living son. In 1726, Mary fell pregnant again. Um, as the story goes, Mary was in the field working, and I've heard this story said so many different ways, but it always, whenever you read this story or listen to anything about it, this always comes up. So, Mary was in the field working when a rabbit, or several rabbits, I've heard both, ran past her, and she had pregnancy cravings, and so she was like, man, I want one of them rabbits. My God. Um, but she was poor, and rabbit is like a delicacy, you know what I mean? And they couldn't afford to get rabbit, so she, like, ran after <laughs> these rabbits. She's like, I'm getting me a Imagine rabbit today, boy. you outside, and you see a pregnant woman chasing a She's rabbit. Like, come here, little boy. I'm getting me a rabbit. <laughs> oh, my God. 
come here, kitty. <laughs> a pregnant woman running after a rabbit. Bro, or like a herd of rabbits. She's yeah. like chasing them down. She's like sprinting like the dude on Get Out. Yeah, <laughs> with her arms like yeah. this. Yeah. Her hands to a point. <laughs> yeah. Remember whatever Bubba used to run like that? Oh my god. He'd like come towards you like in the middle of the night running like that. <laughs> and right before he went into he would take off the opposite way. Yeah. That was great. So, oh, I lost my place talking about chasing rabbits. Um, but she she didn't catch any. She was unlucky in her pursuit. So her cravings for rabbit meat grew more and more. Um, and a few months later, Mary sadly suffered a miscarriage. Um, and she, like, suffered the symptoms of her miscarriage for a while apparently like everybody's body is different but apparently a hers lasted a lot longer than what was normal um so a month later in september a neighbor found mary screaming in pain uh and mary appeared to be in labor so she had suffered a miscarriage and then the next month she's in labor Okay. Uh, so they like get her and they're like gonna catch it while it's coming out and catch it while it's coming I out. Mean, yeah, they got their baseball gloves ready. Oh Everybody's yelling, batter up. <laughs> um, that's what I imagine what being in like the delivery room is like. Okay, well, I'm gonna be the one that comes in the delivery room with you. I'm gonna say, batter up. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna throw a baseball glove at you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you gotta help. <laughs> um, so, what the neighbor didn't expect was for Mary to give birth to a mangled cat. So, everybody was shooketh. They were like, the last thing that we expected was for you to push out a cat. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine, like, me out in the front yard and I push out Ophelia? Like... I would run away and never come back. <laughs> so, the Toss sent the cat body, the cat's body, to John Howard. Um, he was a doctor in the nearest town. Okay, so let me tell you about him. So, back then, uh, BC before Claire, in <laughs> 1726, you could be a doctor, kind of, without going to medical school. So this guy According had, to TikTok, you can do that again now. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do that. So you can according to TikTok. <laughs> yeah, there's a video there like something about do you wanna go to medical school without having to go through the edu all the years of education? Yes, one I do. Huh? I do. Well now you can do this class online and send me that TikTok. Um no. So, okay. Okay, so this dude, he had years of medical experience because he worked in the medical field. But I don't think they called him Dr. Howard. They called him Mr. Howard because technically he wasn't a doctor, but he worked as one, if that makes sense. Um, so they sent this cat's body to him for him to look at it. And I wrote, Howard was shook. But didn't rule out the possibility because he's like you know what 
uh, he was woke. Literally, okay, while, while I was writing my notes for what I'm going to talk about next, I literally was, like, writing a woke all over him because I am woke. Uh-oh, I hope nobody heard that. Is that bad? No, I, I bought. Oh. <laughs> I made an oopsie. <laughs> I have to go. I didn't mean to. It just happened. I had no control over it. Why do you have your microphone right in your face? <laughs> I'm comfortable. Oh, my God. Okay. So, Mary's case quickly <laughs> received a lot of attention. It would just sound like a faux vibration. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a text message. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'll wait. I'm wait oh, please. <laughs> I'm waiting for the end to do my sound effect. Okay. So, Mary's case quickly received a lot of attention. Uh, Howard jumped on the opportunity to investigate, and when he arrived to observe Mary, he reported that she was experiencing contractions. Two weeks later, Mary pushed out the jawbone of an animal, and after investigation, Mr. Howard found that it was that of a rabbit. According to Howard, every day, Mary gave birth to pieces of rabbits, uh, the presence of blood and amniotic fluid indicated that Mary was, in fact, giving birth. Word spread so vastly that King George I ordered a few scientists to pay Mary a visit to investigate the births more in depth. You mean King George, the dude we learned about at school, was in this? Yeah, he was in this. Haley. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, he's like, there's word of this woman that's giving birth to animals. And he's like, oh, that's kind of cool. But also, don't be acting crazy. I'm going to send somebody to figure out what's really happening. I need to, like, off with her head or something. I don't know what he was thinking. So he sends these dudes to go check this out, okay? What'd you say? What'd you say? Okay. So, St. Andre was one of the men present. They were there to witness Mary's 15th rabbit birth. St. Andre, this is like the coolest part. She can run very fast. (laughs) This is the coolest part to me. Um, He extracted the animal's lungs whenever she birthed it. Um, And he put the lungs in water. And they floated. The, the lungs were floating. Um, which indicated that the rabbit had been breathing outside of the womb before it died. And apparently that's um, what they would do. Like if babies were born, stillborn or anything like that. They would do that to see if the baby had breathed outside the womb or not. Well, this rabbit and these rabbits were being born in pieces. They weren't being born in like a full, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And so how could this rabbit have breathed outside the womb if it was only a half of a rabbit? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that I think that's really cool. But St. Andre, this dude, this scientist is doing all this like cool work. It could be like a uh, question mark what's going on. 
he said that it was simply because Mary was defying the laws of nature. He's like, whoa, this chick here is delivering rabbits in pieces and they're still breathing. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. They also found food and poop inside of the rabbit's bodies, which proved that the rabbit was living outside of the womb. Like they were running around eating grass and hay and whatever and making little rabbit poops. And this dude like sees this and he ignored it. He's like, nah, her body's just amazing. She's just doing all this herself. So her body produces hay. Yeah. Like what? Maybe she was eating the hay. What if she was just down on the ground on all fours eating hay like a cow? (laughs) (laughs) So the physicians noticed that the blood and amniotic fluid stopped during the rabbit birth. So it wasn't present anymore. Uh, Mary's cervix also remained closed during all of the rabbit births. And the cervix opens only when you're giving birth. Because, you know, you got to, like, push that thing out. Uh, say Andre ignored that, too. Her body's defying the laws of nature. This is amazing. She's given birth to rabbits and her cervix isn't even opening. <laughs> the men returned to King George and reported that Mary was legit. They're like, yes, this woman is doing it. So. She doing it. <laughs> she's doing it. <laughs> So, she's doing something, I don't know. King George thought that it was still sketchy and sent a German surgeon to investigate. His name was Allers. I think that was how you say it. Um, His last name. I couldn't say his first name, and I didn't know how to spell it. It was just a really bad situation. I didn't want to mess up his name, but I did want to say his name, so his last name was Allers. I apologize, ghost of Allers. Um... And he was, like, a really skeptical kind of dude, which is cool. I'm skeptical, too. He noticed that Mary showed no signs of pregnancy. Allers reported to the king that the animal parts that were being delivered had been cut with a knife. So it's not like it's, like, piecing up in her stomach. Somebody had cut the pieces. How does that make sense? She have a knife up in there? So several people, there she's were, not okay. There were several people that were investigating this because I mean this was a big deal. You don't hear about stuff like that. Um, and I wrote, but they found the births to be real sus. Sus, sus. Mary Toft is sus. So Sir James Douglas. He specialized in, like, I wrote women's pelvic regions. (laughs) (laughs) Suspected that Mary had been inserting the rabbits herself and delivering them. Uh, A police investigation was even underway. I mean, everybody was on this chick. You know what I'm saying, G? Um, So Mary was uh this dude allers he suggested that mary be under like 24 7 investigation 
because if somebody's constantly watching her, then she can't like run out and go grab a rabbit and stick it up in her basement. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so a bathhouse worker, which is where Mary and her husband and everyone were staying at the time, um, reported that Mary paid him to find a small rabbit and bring it to her. You, what? Please go out and find me a small okay. rabbit and bring it back to me so I can. Do you remember when I've always rabbits? How tall my arms were? It literally looked That's like what I kept thinking. It literally looked like Freddy Krueger got a hold of me every night. Like you know, oh my god! Can you imagine? Oh my god! Yes. Well, I mean, she's. I, I wish guess... I could find that picture I took in my arms so we could post it, Dude. but I don't even know if I have it anymore. But I guess she's she can't be putting them in there alive because they would have tore her insides up. Dude, I'm, they would cut my arms open just from getting around them. Can you imagine trying to mean. do that? And you know, whenever like their back legs would go and they yeah. like burn out on you and make you feel like you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even. <clears throat> so, whenever this dude said reported that she was like trying to pay him off to bring her a rabbit uh-huh. uh mary was found out to be a fraud and she was arrested so the i think it was the allers guy had like threatened mary i didn't write this down but i should have um threatened her and told her that he was going to do like all of these awful experiments on her and all of this if she didn't admit to what she had done and so she did um she admitted that she was faking her birds. Her family and Mr. Howard were behind the whole thing, and it was her mother-in-law's idea. So, and then I wrote, there were claims that the Toss wanted fame and money. Um, but what I had heard is that the mother-in-law was making her do this, was putting them in her basement, and because they wanted her to be like a sideshow kind of attraction or like in a freak show or something to get like popularity and money and because they weren't well off um it could have been i i don't know i'm not a trained psychologist but it could have been that she was grieving her miscarriage and her daughter before's death and then she kind of just how about I give birth to some rabbits? I don't know. But that's that's what she was doing. She was taking rabbits. I guess she was cutting them up in little pieces, putting them up in there, and then pushing them out. But um <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I had so if you want like a more in-depth um story or explanation or whatever there are like other podcasts and um stuff that you can look up i think there's a book about it um but i just kind of gave like a brief rundown of it just to put that in your mind so next time you see a rabbit you'll think about mary Toft. okay are you ready for the next one or next time if any of you have kids 
or going to have kids, next time you give birth to a kid, you can think about Mary Toft squeezing it, out a rabbit. Name it Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is my favorite conspiracy theory. I wrote, it's about to get woke up in here. <laughs> it's predictive programming. And after I talk about this, if I come up missing, know that it's because I talked about this. But I don't care. What a way to go. So predictive programming, and I 100% believe this, is the theory that the government uses movies, TV, books, and any other kind of media as a like a mass mind control tool to make the population more accepting of planned future events. So some of the examples of this are literally like all of those episodes of the Simpsons where people are like, Oh, the Simpsons predicted the future. Have you seen that? Yeah. Okay. Think about how many of those. So basically like like everything big that's happened. That they've like talked about it. Is that a coincidence? Or is that predictive programming and they're easing that into the episodes so that you like whenever it actually happens, you've already seen it. You know what I mean? Dude I have a bunch of examples. I'm gonna go on a binge of The Simpsons. So I can be prepared. So you can be woke. So I can be prepared for the next disaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I can stock up on my chips. Heaven help us. <laughs> um, so another example is in the movie The Dark Knight Rises, there's a map of Gotham. And one of the marked locations on it is Sandy Hook. Um... In Family Guy, you know I'm a big Family Guy fan. There's an episode where Peter it drives through the Boston Marathon, and it was released like a couple of months before the Boston Marathon bombing. Um, I wrote Alien movies because just Alien movies in general, they've been trying to ease that in. Mm-hmm. So whenever you know, whenever it goes down. <laughs> We're going to be like, oh, we already saw this in Signs. You know what I'm saying? Hold up a you second. You know what I'm saying? Nobody even really talked about it. Because everybody's freaking out over COVID. But they literally came out and said aliens are real. You know why nobody freaked out about it? Because we've seen it in about 50 movies. <laughs> yeah. We already know. We've all seen it before. Yeah, but like nobody was talking about it because yeah. they were all like, Oh my god, yeah. Corona! That's what they do. Corona! So, um, there's a post, a picture, I'll show it to you in a little bit, of Johnny Bravo. Do you know what Johnny Bravo is? She does not know what Johnny Bravo is. Okay. Johnny Bravo used to be my favorite cartoon. And it came out. Hailey! It was... Sydney, we all know that you don't know. Don't make me look so dumb on you. <laughs> we all know that you don't know who Johnny Bravo is. Maybe if I saw a picture. You don't. 
how many times have I not known who you're talking about? You show me a picture, and I know exactly who okay, you're talking about. This cartoon was on before you were born. Well, no, you were born at this time, but you were still pooping your pants. I still do. Until she was 17. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this episode came on April April 27, 2001. Um, and in the Johnny Bravo. Oh, I was alive and well, baby. Yeah, but you were pooping your pants. That don't, mind. That don't mean nothing. She was literally like a few months old. Don't listen to her. Um, so in this this episode there's like a poster in the background kind of looks like a movie poster and, and johnny and johnny bravo oh he's like God, talking johnny knoxville <laughs> so this picture this poster has the twin towers and they're on fire and smoking and oh it, yeah i've seen that yeah and it says coming soon yeah on it which freaks me out yeah what i don't know who that, that was, is I that was april seen. Of 2001 but that came out and it's like coming soon um there's also there's like several things that i've seen on um on like 9-11 like i remember there was like a little cartoon clip from, from like an old Wasn't cartoon something in the Sim- simpsons too or something about 9-11 probably i don't know maybe not i don't um, know but there was one where like this little cartoon character was pointing and he was like the towers Oh yeah. Um there's a poster of Cookie Monster eating the Twin Towers. Yeah. I mean just to like ease in that there might be something that's going to happen to the Twin Towers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's getting a little woke up in here. So, Kylie. <laughs> think of all the pandemic and quarantine movies and then i wrote wally <laughs> oh <gasps> wally predicted it we're all gonna be fat tubs of goo flying around in little chairs we're gonna be living on the moon or something not me i'm not gonna fight that hard i'm just like whoa i won't ever my feet won't ever hold again but you'll be very large which is fine. There's nothing wrong with being large, but they were like unhealthy. I'd just be like, "Lord, take me, take me away to a secret place." <laughs> I saw something the other day, and it was like, "What?" Oh, they were talking about um, a quiet place too, and someone said, "Like, why do these people want to live so bad <laughs> in these like survival movies?" get it because i'd just be oh, that was the fakest life i've ever heard in my entire life i'm done i'm leaving i never Bye. watch a quiet place yeah i know you never watch anything um well um uh, i have no nothing to say about that yeah no i know you don't <laughs> oh this is one that i thought of myself my big brain Ooh. so in family guy uh-huh. There's another Family Guy. Family Guy does it too. There's an episode. It came out in 2009, um, and they like poked fun at then Bruce Jenner. Uh huh. Before she transitioned to Caitlyn, um, 
and they like made a lot of jokes about Caitlyn like being a, a woman than Bruce. I don't, you know what I'm saying. I don't. They made make it sound fine. Like, well, or like insinuated. So let me let me just tell you about this because I remembered as I'm writing these notes, I was like, they did that. Because I've seen that episode a million times. Like they insinuated that Bush Jenner was going to turn into Caitlyn? Yes. Well, you know. So. When did that? When? Like 2016, 2015. Uh-huh. So in 2009, I wrote down this quote that Stewie says to Brian, Bruce Jenner is a woman, an elegant, beautiful Dutch woman. What? They were trying to ease that in. Uh huh. I mean, I don't hey, know. did you know? I, I think on The Simpsons that they like showed what Donald Trump was going to be president. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that's like, how is all of this a coincidence? Somebody knows some stuff. And then I wrote, um, oh, I want to know who the director of these shows are. Me. <laughs> um, there's an old commercial where they predicted smartwatches, but it was like old, like Mimi, Mimi's time. Not like Mimi's old, but you know, like older, like, like back then, it, like sixties, fifties, before and, even cell phones were a thing. Let yeah, alone and watches. There was like a commercial or something where they had like smartwatches. They were easing that in. That way you won't be so shocked whenever it happens. And I've seen like um like the microchips and stuff. Like you know in movies where people get microchipped and stuff like that. What if they're easing that in because they're gonna microchip us? Hashtag COVID test. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when everybody's saying that? Oh my god. I mean, if somebody's gonna track me, I mean they're going to watch me go to work, go to Target, and come home. And 7-Eleven. And 7-Eleven every day. They're going to watch me go to work, go to Starbucks, go to Starbucks, go back to work, go to Waterburger, go home, go back to work, go home. I mean, if you want to track me, that's I don't care. You're going to be extremely bored because I live an extremely boring life. So I don't do anything. Yeah. I don't but go to work. And come home and make a few stops at Starbucks and Waterburger. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the two things that I had to talk about today. Um, Mary Toft and predictive programming. Do you have anything to add? Predictive programming. Predictive programming. Haley, don't talk like that. You sound like you... They just took <laughs> over your body. What would you do if, like, my eyes rolled back in my head and I, I like, started I, talking like Siri? I'd be screaming for help on here like anybody's gonna hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody help me, please! <laughs> so, that's it. We just wanted to do, like, a not-so-extreme episode. Um... Because we're going to do a few extreme ones coming up. And then a not so extreme one. And then a few extreme ones and then a not so extreme one.
and that's how it's oh my laptop's not plugged up that's how it's gonna go so we hope you have a wonderful day we hope you enjoy this weird episode on predictive programming <laughs> Haley, stop that's scary do you have anything you want to say um I mean, I could just sit here and talk all afternoon. I know that you could. You could talk to a brick wall. Shut up. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's it. Well. Well. Well, yeah, I guess I'm a... <laughs> I guess I'm going to get off here. I will get off here. I'm going to go wash my shoes. I'm going to drink my sweet tea. I'm going to eat my barbecue chips. And I'm going to watch the minions. Bless us. <laughs> we need to go for a walk outside. <laughs> uh, I took a shower. You and then take I, another I'm shower. I'm sweat again. Can, I've been can, sweating since 5 a.m. There's an option to like do that again. Or you can do another one. <laughs> It'll be okay. <laughs> oh, Haley, we were supposed to eat pizza while we did this. Oh my gosh! You said you were going to buy me Hawaiian pizza. Why didn't you remind me that I was going to be? It's not dinner time. Okay, we're going to go get Hawaiian pizza after this. Sydney's buying. <laughs> oh, whoa! Whoa, buddy! She's the one with all the money. Uh, hey, second job, can I come back? I have a sister. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. I got some chips over here you can have. I don't want your chips. I want Hawaiian pizza. Can you get Hawaiian pizza at Little Caesars? Ew, no, gross. Oh, it's food. Yeah, but. Yeah, but like... it's not pizza from Dallas. From. Why would we go all the way to Dallas to get pizza? I don't know. It'd be cold I, by the time I we couldn't got think back. of an expensive pizza, so I said Dallas. When I can find a coupon, I can't. A coupon. <laughs> Might do a little coupon. <laughs> I'm gonna go to and do some coupon. <laughs> Mama's gonna be mad at you whenever she hears that. <laughs> hey, I'm all about coupon. <laughs> I keep on it. I keep. I collect my coupons at Target too. <laughs> oh dear. All right. Well, we're gonna go get some pizza. Oh my God. You said it. I it can't go back now. <laughs> Dang it. Pizza. Will you drive me? Yeah. My. You have to drive. I'll drive my car. I'll drive. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Well, we'll let you go then. <laughs> bye, honey. All right then. Bye. I know. Remember, I never said my my intro. I wanted to say that time. Remember. Say it now for all to hear. Hold on. I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Or should I save it for next time? Save it for next time. I'm going to forget. you got to remind me. Write it on the board so I'll see it. You wrote it on some of my other notes, I think. Do you know what it is? Howdy, howdy, or something. Howdy, howdy, honey. <laughs> yeah, that. Howdy, howdy, honey. 
Okay, well. Oh dear. Okay, well, now we love you. Now everybody has popcorn listening to us, so. They're like, what is wrong? <laughs> We're gonna be recorded. Like, God, do they have friends? <laughs> no, we Each don't. Each other. <laughs> yeah. We have Cam. Oh. Cam Audric. And. And Laura. 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 Does Laura listen to this? No. <gasps> I don't know. She might. <laughs> I really don't know. The audacity. I'm going to send her every playlist. Yes, make her. No, honestly, I don't know if she has or not. Tell her, be like, listen to this episode. We mention you. <laughs> not until the very, the very end. end. We say it louder. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be like, make sure you, you keep an ear open for us to mention you. The Give whole a shout out time. to our friends Dylan, Kendall, Lada, Lada, Cam, Audric. Okay, well, Haley have, has three friends. I have one friend. But your friend is also my friend. You have four friends, I have one I friend. I have four friends. Actually, I have four friends, Kendall too. and Dylan and Camo are I know. your friends, too. Yeah, they're my friends, too. So I and have Mama. Mama's our friend. I have five friends. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, friends, for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Love you so much. And Bubba, sometimes Case will listen with Bubba. I think he did like one time. All of our listeners, yeah. we gave you a shout out. Yeah, shout out to shout the out. people we see all the time. We love you so much. Yeah. All right, we'll let you go then. Bye. All right then, bye. <laughs> we forgot to mention Ashley. Whoops. We love you. Loved but never forgotten. <laughs> <laughs>